And so, Michelle, I know that you like to exercise and keep fit, and there's nothing quite like the thrill and camaraderie uh, to be found from playing team sports with a group of people who have similar, similar abilities. And so I just thought it'd be fun to maybe talk about some of the uh, top sports for an aging population from 50plus.com. Well, you're right about that, and I just turned 50, so let's, let's so, find so, out. So this will be interesting. All right. <laughs> the first one is walking. And going for a walk or a hike gets you out of the house, or and the speed doesn't matter. So just it's great exercise, just getting out and walking. And that's one that I personally love. I've always loved walking, and that's one that I can do well. We have that in common. Yeah, I call it hiking more because I like to be on dirt and well, that's rocks. True. But yes, if you're we, on dirt and rocks, it's hiking. If you're on pavement, it's it's walking. But either way, it's it's fun to be out there and and get and get going and get some blood circulating. You're right. The next one, I wish I did better. My kids do it very well, um, but it's swimming. Um, and indoor community pools usually offer opportunities to swim different lengths or join an aquafit class, which are particularly kind to aging joints and bones. And I hope it, I think it is a really low impact exercise that can strengthen us all at it any is. age. It is. And, and it's a great exercise, cardiovascular. Um, it, it, if you swim or you do water aerobics, it's great for the heart too, in addition to the muscles. So that's pretty cool. The next one is yoga or Tai Chi. They're fun activities and offer low-impact fitness and relaxation for individuals or groups. And that's something that I don't know a whole lot about. I've seen Tai Chi, and it looks really interesting, but it's not one that I've done. Yeah, again, that helps with strength, um, but also mental. Uh, there's a lot of good um, aspects in relation to our mental health. That mental those, acuity and so forth, yeah. That that kind of exercise impacts. The next is dancing, and my mother loves this. And we have a lady at the office that does too. It's a great way to have fun and get fit. Zumba is really popular still and is a dance class designed specifically with older adults in mind. No, I enjoy watching Zumba, but I've never done it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really amazed at how well they they can move around. I'm not that coordinated. And so the next one on the list is pickleball, which is a, a sport that we know well in the Huntsman Games, but it's not necessarily really well, not really, really well known around the world. But it's kind of like a cross between um, table tennis and, and, and uh, tennis. Yeah, it's like short court tennis, but with a paddle instead of a racket. And it's really taking off. It's gaining it a lot of popularity. Our event fills up faster than any of our other sports. It does. And so... It's it's growing, and, it, and it's, it's it's especially kind to the aging generation because it has a wiffle ball, which doesn't travel quite the same speed as a, as a, a ball that doesn't have holes in it. So it, it's a little bit more friendly to those who aren't moving quite as fast as they used to. Yeah, I used to think it was the slower game to tennis, but now I see so many great pickleball players that yeah. it's really a skill in its own. It is. Um, the next one is lawn bowling. That's another sport we have at the games, and that's a great team sport that offers the benefits of socialization and gentle fitness activity for older adults. And there's also a certain mental uh, aspect of that game. It's a cerebral game. You have to think about how you want your ball to be placed and yeah, so forth. So. A lot of strategy involved. Yeah. I agree. The next one is golf, and do we need to say any more about that? That seems like to be the preferred uh, sport for older folks. 
Yeah. Well, I think it's maybe you finally have time for it because yeah. it's such a skill set sport that. And you can afford it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true too. And the final one is biking. I love that. That's probably my favorite sport. And it's a little easier on the joints than running and uh, get to be outside in nature and see a bunch of things. And you know? the amazing Go thing places. is of this list that we read, everything is available at the Huntsman World Senior Games except yoga and Tai Chi. Okay. We haven't found a way to do competitive yoga or Tai Chi yet. So yeah. if we ever find a way to do that, we may even add those to the games. It's, but it's a possibility. We're right. always open. And now Michelle joining us from New Mexico is one of our amazing athletes, Ellie, Ellen Fuller, or we'll just call her Ellie. How are you doing, Ellie? I'm doing fine. Thank you. So what did you think of that list? Um, I, it's pretty inclusive. You know, I think it would be great if you had the Tai Chi and yoga. That would be wonderful. I, well, I teach ha- um, Tai Chi and Qigong, so that would be great. Do you have a way to do it competitively, or is it just something that would have to be done as an exhibition? Um, I think both. I think the Tai Chi, I mean, it is a fighting form. So I think the Tai Chi, the Qigong oh. is more exhibition. I did not know that. Tell us the difference a little bit, because I always, you know, don't quite clearly understand the difference in... Tai Chi is actually a fighting form. So each one of those slow movements is um, a strike or a blow. And Qigong is more for health. Um, it's based on the same principles, but um, Qigong is more, um, as I say, for health. Looks, it looks beautiful. Um, you know, it's more flowing is what I think. But definitely they're both a part of the martial art family. Is that correct? Right. It, yeah, it's for the mind, body, and soul. And um, it definitely brings inner strength. So Ellie... So Ellie, sorry, excuse me, Ellie. So Ellie, you were from a, an athletic family, weren't you? You were born in back in Brooklyn, and you you were your dad was a tennis pro, as I understand. That's correct. Yes, I started playing tennis when I was really young. I was probably about five, and my whole family played tennis, so it was a big part of our lives. Now I understand you even had a court in your yard. I did when I was growing up. It was a clay court, so clay court. Um, all the neighbors would come over, and my dad would be teaching everybody and. It was great having it right there. You know, it's funny because in my mind, I don't think of clay as being something you'd play tennis on. That's something you get stuck in when it's wet. (laughs) No, that's what they play on for the U.S. Open and (laughs) all the big tournaments. (laughs) Absolutely. It's softer softer on your joints. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you were lucky. So your dad was involved in tennis? He was. You know, he played in the era with Don Budge back then. Played in uh, Forest Hills, and um, yeah, he was a really good player. So, oh, so was he was great. a pro. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's neat. That's fantastic. So you must be a pretty good player yourself. <laughs> when I was younger, you know, I played a lot, and then I took up table tennis instead, uh, and I've been doing that regularly, which I love. But that's cool. There's but there's one other thing that I did want to bring out. Your dad had a sports equipment company, did he not? He did. It was called Regent Sports Company. And uh, you have the honor of having a racket named after you. <laughs> I did. It's called the Ellen Renwall Tennis Racket. And it's really funny because um, my son uh, and I decided to look it up on eBay, and there was a, uh, it was for sale. I was real cheap. It was probably about $9. <laughs> well, I hope you bought it or that you have some he of did. those. He did. My son keepsake. actually got in touch with the man that was selling it and asked him, what his, um, you know, why he had this racket 
for sale. And it turned out he actually worked for my father. And he was collecting all the rackets that had um, pictures on of people. Um, so he has a huge, huge collection. And we did buy that. Oh, that's Well, neat. that's very cool. That's very cool. <laughs> so give us a little bit more of your of your athletic history. So you, you play tennis when you were a little kid, then you switched to a younger person, then you switched to uh, table tennis, and then did you play tennis, table tennis throughout your life? Did you? What did you no, do in high school? No, I, I didn't. I played um, regular tennis most of my you know younger life, and then um, I started playing table tennis. I guess about four years ago. Oh, so it's a fairly and recent addition. I've been having so much fun with it. So, what was the motivation to switch from tennis to table tennis? Uh, I think it's easier on my joints, and just getting older, um, I find it much easier. Well, that, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Have you ever tried pickleball? <laughs> I haven't. I've watched it, and it looks fabulous. You know, it looks really fun, but I haven't. You know, I, I, most of my energy goes into playing ta- I, table tennis. I usually play four times a week, about three hours each time. And um, between that and walking and swimming in the summer, and I'm an artist also, so a very realistic painter. So my days are pretty full. <laughs> Sounds like it. it. Sounds no like time. It. No time for true retirement. Well, we want to hear. <laughs> we want to hear Not about that aspect of your life. We love the fitness aspect because we always um, wonder with our athletes: Did you play sports like all of your life, or did you find it later in life? And it sounds like you began at a very early age, and sports became important to you. Absolutely, I think exercises, especially stretching, when you get older. But, you know, just being active is so important. Um, keeps you young. Now, I have to admit that we, we did look at your website and some of your artwork, and you are an amazing artist. But I, well, the question I want to ask is, do you find that, that your physical fitness has an impact on your ability to do the art or your art forms? You know, I think it's more my Qigong and Tai Chi, because my paintings are so um, intricate that it's an extension of kind of a meditation and practice. Tell the audience what kind of painting you do and um, how that relates, and, and when you found it, maybe, in your life. I've been painting most of my life. I've always done artwork. And um, years and years ago, I did animation for Sesame Street and uh, a lot of television programs, and I had a very big... Um, stained glass business, and my paintings are very realistic. People think they're photographs, and I do a lot of nature. And, um, yeah, I think just doing the um, Qigong is really part of my practice when I'm doing my painting. So the the physical and the mental combination of the Qigong is helping you better focus and, and be a better painter? Absolutely. I definitely believe that. What do you think draws you to nature, and do you always um, paint nature? I am in love with the environment, and, um, you know, I'm out there hiking a lot, and I just find, um, you know, the beauty of the world and want to express it and, and show people, I guess, details that they miss in life. Oh, that's wonderful. How long does it take to create a piece for you in general? It can be anywhere from months to a year. 
Oh, wow. I know it sounds crazy, but you know, they're so detailed that um, they take a really, really long time. How can guests um, find your artwork if they want to go and look at it? Um, my website is ellenfuller.com. Okay, thank you. You've piqued all of our interest. I'm sorry? You've piqued all of our interest. Uh, I actually Right now did. I'm in International Artist Magazine. They did a 10-page spread on me, which came out fabulous. I'm really excited about wow, that. Wow, that's impressive. Was it focusing on a certain piece that you did or just your years of... Well, they, showed, uh, they actually showed a, a whole bunch of my paintings, but they wanted me to do a progression of one of my paintings, which was called Wood. And so you actually see how I paint. And how long did it take to paint that that one was um i would say about eight months it's the most i call it insanity (laughs) (laughs) the detail is crazy in it it really is and you know if anybody wanted to see it they could look on my website how long do you spend each day painting would you average um once i once i am involved in a painting it's usually most of the day and i hardly take breaks well so exercise and painting, that fills you up. That's a great combination. <laughs> Absolutely. I yeah. walk every day, and um, I'm getting ready to start swimming again. I have a pool in my backyard, so that's been great. And, um, yeah, just staying busy. That's the key, right? It's yeah. The magic Absolutely. elixir. If you're just... Table tennis is such a big part of my life. I absolutely adore it. Um, I'm hooked. Well, that's great. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM. And we're visiting with Ellie Fuller, uh, an athlete and an artist who lives in New Mexico. So I wanted to, to focus a little bit on the, the table tennis. You said you picked it up about four years ago. And how long have you been competitive doing competitions with your table tennis? It's been about that long. So um, you went right into competition. I did. I think one of the interesting aspects, and we find this a lot with our athletes, is that they, there never has been. So they're never like, well, I was a professional tennis player, but that was in my earlier years. It's like people with your personality just do keep um, finding new aspects and then really excelling at them. It's quite remarkable. Oh, I love it. It makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ellie, you're one of the early registrants for the Huntsman World's New Games, and I assume you're just signed up for table tennis this year. Uh-huh. So, uh you came last year as well. I did, and unfortunately, um, at warm-up, I smashed my hand on the table, and I actually tore ligaments in my finger. Ouch, don't and, do that. And I, play, I played through it and wound up getting a couple medals in spite of it. But I'm really looking forward to coming back and um, um, playing better. So what would, what would your take be of the Huntsman World Senior Games Table Tennis Tournament? How would it rank in some of the other, compared to some of the other events you've been to? You know, I've only played here in Santa Fe, and it was much smaller. So Huntsman is, is much, um, brings in a bigger, diverse uh, population. And it was intimidating in the beginning, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to admit. Um, I was a little nervous. But um, everybody is so nice and um, really friendly. And, um, you know, I will probably see a lot of those people again, which will be great. So I, um, and it was run really, really well. Well, that, we like to hear that. We like to hear that because our, our tenants are that we, people come for 
health, friendship, and worldwide peace. And it sounds like and we've hit all three of those with you. Yeah, it's true. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to going back. I'm also going to play in the Nationals here in Albuquerque um, this summer, which will be fun. Yeah, that's convenient for you, living living over there. I know. It's great. <laughs> we'll be there as well, so you'll have to look for us. Okay, definitely. I would like that. So did you get a chance to, to participate in any of the other activities outside of just the competition during the games, any of the other events that we have during the games here in St. George? No, I didn't. I, but I enjoyed, um, you know, just looking around St. George, and there were some great restaurants, and I really thought it was a very interesting place. Did you make the opening ceremonies? No, I didn't. Well, we recommend that because that is you'll a definitely fun want to event. do it this year. Yes, because <laughs> we have a parade of athletes just like the Olympics, so you'll be able to march in with all your other table tennis uh, competitors and march into the stadium to applause and 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 then get to watch an opening ceremonies uh, similar to what you might see at the Olympics. Maybe not as quite as grand a scale, but every bit of the quality of the, the Olympics. I know this. I you know I spoke to some people about it, and they said it was wonderful. So I will definitely do that next year, or this coming year. So how how's the rehab on your hand coming? Do you feel like you're back to 100%? Not at all. It's so frustrating. I'm playing. I have to keep my fingers taped. But I'm, I'm playing in spite of it. Uh, I just I had to take off a couple months, and I just started playing just recently. So it's still not better. Oh, no. Well, I hope it's not your painting hand. It is. You're getting My painting and playing hand. Oh, no. That I is know. discouraging. Well, well, maybe you need to learn to play and paint with the other hand. So that you can first <laughs> That's what a couple of the players have said, but I tried once and I'm hopeless, so forget it. It's not as easy as it seems. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Well, we love your story, and we're so glad that you joined us today. Can you give advice to any of our listeners, um, athletes and things like that, like as to what... Um, what motivates you to do the things that you do? We want to kind of dwell into that a little bit and talk about, um, you know, how you just get up every day and accomplish such great things. Uh, for me, it's easy. Um, I can't imagine just being still. Um, I need to be active. I mean, this morning, every morning before I get up, I do exercises in my bed, and then I do sometimes do my practice. Well, wait, 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 wait. What kind of exercises do you do in your bed? Stretching stretches. or stretches? stretches? Okay. Lots of stretches. And then I'll get up and do part of my practice, my uh, Qigong practice. And, you know, during the day I'll take a walk. And you know, I'm very active. And I think um, just doing that keeps you young. Tell us about your I Qigong just, practice a little bit. I maybe overlooked the talking about the fact that you are an instructor. Do you teach somewhere? Or? I do. I teach um, in the summer or when it gets warm. I teach outside in a park. And there's a facility in town um, called the Light Vessel, and I teach in there sometimes. Or I have a studio at my home, and sometimes some of the students will come here. So I have very small classes because I like to work with just a few people. And I've been teaching for years, over 20 years. Now, did you take that up when you moved to, to New Mexico, or is that something you brought with you from New York? I took it up here. So, the, I mean, just the New Mexico, it's a lot like southern Utah where we're at. So was it the Red Rocks? The, what was your inspiration for taking up the, uh, the, 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 the martial arts? 
You know, I did yoga for a while, and it never resonated. And as soon as I did the um, Tai Chi and Qigong, it just felt like it was part of me and that I needed to do it. Um, It's interesting. I have two grandchildren, and they're in California, and they go to a, um, a mixed martial art academy. And the teacher knew that I taught and asked me if I would teach the instructors Qigong, because they had never done it before. And um, it was one of the highlights. There were about 30 people, and um, they were fighters mostly. And um, the teacher was so kind, he turned down the lights, and he had brought flowers in and lit some candles, and everybody got really quiet and still. And it was very, very rewarding. I loved it. And my son even came and wanted to support me, and he did it, and he had never done the Qigong before, so that was wow. great. And and so is he now a practitioner of it? Is, did he? Did no, you not him? at all. No. He doesn't have time. He works too hard, but it was just very sweet of him to come and do that. Well, it, it's just wonderful. That, I mean, you're kind of a Renaissance person. It's, it's kind of fun to talk to somebody who's a Renaissance person who who's not defined by a single aspect or, or facet of life, but that they're kind of embracing the entire world around them. I think that's kind of amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're definitely defying aging. So let's go back to that question. What motivation can you give others to live life like you live? Um, hmm. Full and genuine and, you know, accomplished. Just don't stop. Keep going. <laughs> In just whatever you love and... In whatever you love. I don't think it really matters what it is, but just um, stay active. Yeah, we agree. That's why we call it the active life. <laughs> so if, if, you were, if you were talking to a friend or a, somebody who was just on the couch about getting active or maybe even competing in an event, what advice or what counsel, what would you say to them to, to maybe encourage them to get off the couch and, and go be active? Just try it and see what it feels like. Well, and that's if, and if you like I don't it, know continue. If that's very helpful, but right? um, pardon. And if you like it, continue. <laughs> Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Um, it makes such a difference. Yeah, it really does. That's the key. Well, we're so we're so blessed to hear from you today. We love to have our athletes on and talk about. Uh, get to know you a little bit on a more personal basis, and we're doing this uh, by phone call, so we haven't actually been able to be face to face as we aren't with our audience either, but we've sure enjoyed it. And Ellen, we're going to um, try to make a point to meet you and shake your hand when you come to the games this year. We'll have a booth. That'd at the be Na- great. I would love that. Thank you so much. Well, Thank you. And we'll also have a booth at the nationals. So when you're at the nationals, when you're checking in at, in the athlete village, look us up. We'll be there. It's true. We'll see you okay. there first. Okay, great. Well, thanks for being on today. Thank you, Ellen. Thank we you. appreciate you being here. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's about all the time we have for today. And it's amazing how fast our, our half hour passes, isn't it, Michelle? It really is. So, you know, time is going, Time. speaking of time passing quickly, 2019 is just flying by. I know. And we are seeing buds of spring. Uh, yes, we are. Blooms are arising. And that, to just even be through winter, makes me a little <laughs> bit nervous because I know how fast it's going to come. And we've got a lot to do to get ready. But we are on our way, aren't we? We, are, we have over 2,800 athletes who already registered for the Games, which is about 500 ahead of where we were last year at this time. So we're, we're filling up fast, which is really cool. Yes. In fact, Pickleball has reached its participation cap. 
You can still be put on a waiting list, so and, and don't despair. Out, yeah, and, and bowling is really close, so... But that's okay because we still have thirty-two others or thirty other sports that you can choose from if you if you can't get into one of those sports. So right, right. So please join softball. The same. I mean, some of our sports just fill up right away. But we um, we want everyone that we can to be able to participate, and we work hard to accommodate. So don't despair, but do get online and sign up today. <laughs> uh, yes, and it's really easy to do. Just go to www.seniorgames.net and click on register. Or you can call the office at 1-800-562-1268 and, and just tell them you'd like to, to get registered over the phone. It's just that easy. And if you have any comments or questions or feedback about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Just send an email to activelife at seniorgames.net. And you can listen to this or any other show that we've done on the Active Life by going to our website at seniorgames.net or by downloading the uh, the uh Podcast. Podcast. It, and you can do that by going to your Google Store or the um, iStore. I no, the, uh, On iTunes, iTunes or Apple. You. Yeah, Apple there's Store. lots of ways to there's lots of ways to find us and we're easy to find. And search for Senior Games Active Life, Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and you can hear any of our pre- previous shows. And, and in fact, give us a, a review. We'd love to have that happen. And, um, and our quote for the day comes from Bobby Unser, the famous race car driver. And he said, success is where preparation and opportunity meet. Yeah, that's great great for sports. Well, I guess for life, but especially in sports, that's where you want it to all come together. That's a great quote. Okay, until next time, stay active, everyone. Bye-bye.